listening to Speak Out Loud, stories of strength from the Southern Downs, a community project sharing stories of strength and resilience, as well as information about mental health and wellbeing that supports our communities impacted by the 2019 and 2020 bushfires. Tune in for conversations with local residents and health and community workers who generously share tips, strategies and resources to support your recovery journey. In the spirit of reconciliation, we wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. I'm your host, Catherine Walton a mental health social worker based on the Southern Downs in Southern Queensland. I'm so pleased to bring this podcast to you, which has been supported through funding from the Darling Downs and Westmorton PHN. In having lots of conversations with our local workers and residents and recording the episodes that we've published so far... A number of themes have begun to show up, and I wanted to share them with you. Perhaps if you've listened into a few episodes, or even if you've listened to all of the episodes, you might have noticed these themes too. Or you might have picked up on some themes that I've missed. Well, I'd love to hear your thoughts, so I'll leave my contact details in the show notes for this episode. And I'd like to invite you to send me a message with your thoughts and your feedback about the podcast. Perhaps there's a topic that we haven't covered yet. Well, I'd love to hear about that too. But let's get into today's episode. I've identified nine themes from the first 12 episodes, which seem to be woven through the conversations that I had with our mental health workers our community workers, and with our local residents. Each of these themes is an important thread in the fabric of your mental health. As you listen through today, you might identify how strong each of these threads is for you and whether there's something you would like to choose to do to strengthen them. Okay, here they are. Number one ask for help. There are services and supports and resources available which you can access in person or online. And we do acknowledge it can be hard to ask for help. Shame and embarrassment and confusion can get in the way of that. But it's very important that you do reach out. Sometimes you might reach out to a friend or a family member or a neighbour that you can ask for help. And other times it might be a professional. Number two, you choose. You choose your actions and the actions that you choose can be helpful or not so helpful. Some helpful actions include looking after yourself with nutrition, sleep, physical activity and exercise, speaking kindly to yourself, being mindful and engaging in activities that make you feel grounded. 
You can call all of this self-care if you like. These actions become habits and routines that can help you to deal with stresses in life. And taking no action, well, that's an action too. You choose. Number three, connections with community and people. Being connected with others can be a very protective factor in your life, whether it's a natural disaster, a stressful event, or the day-to-day challenges that you're facing. Community connections doesn't mean that you have to live in someone else's pocket, but when you know who your neighbours are and you know what support, services and professionals are in the community, you're in a better place when something big happens in your life. You can make community connections by introducing yourself to your neighbours or getting involved in local groups, clubs and community events. Now, connections also includes social connections, developing good relationships with family and friends. Community spirit, it's all about being there for each other, helping each other out when it's needed. It's all about connection. Number four, notice things. Notice the good things, the little things, the small signs that something is growing or progressing or recovering, including yourself. Number five, planning and preparation. So whether it's your nutrition for the week ahead, your daily routine so that you get a good sleep, your exercise routine, or it could be your fire management plan. Preparation forms a really good foundation for your recovery journey, should you need it, and it nurtures a sense of hope and optimism. Number six, connect with nature. Get to know the land, the plants and the animals around you and be curious, be fascinated Look for the little treasures that are there, those little signs of growth and hope, and allow nature to heal you. And find ways to lend a helping hand for nature as well. Number seven, what worked before? When you're experiencing a tough time, think about what's been helpful in the past. It might be time to try that again, or... It might be time to try something new. Number eight, mindset. Let go of what you can't control and focus your energy and attention and actions on what will make a difference. Be curious about things. Find a way to experience gratitude and look for opportunities to give and receive. Be patient. Observe the recovery journey that nature takes and be patient on your own recovery journey too. Number nine, do things you enjoy. Spend time on a hobby, do something relaxing, have fun and spend time with people whose company you do enjoy. Okay, there you have it. My thoughts on the themes that have shown up on the podcast so far, 
the themes that we know really do strengthen mental health and well-being. How are these themes showing up in your life? And if something's amiss, what's one action that you can take to strengthen that theme? Ask for help. You choose. Connections with community and people. Notice things. Planning and preparation. Connect with nature. Ask yourself, what worked before? Mindset. And do things that you enjoy. <laughs> 